Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. We start with all sorts of interesting nuggets from SBJ's Michael Smith, starting with the coming EA Sports College football game. Quote, EA has struck a partnership with CLC to acquire the school rights. All 130 FBS schools have been invited to participate, even if they don't use CLC as its licensing agency. Smith goes on to note that both the SEC and the Sun Belt held in-person AD meetings last week. Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill said, quote, We just wanted to sit down in one room and talk about how we can build on the great football season we had. The best way to do that was by meeting face-to-face. It was certainly the best meeting we've had in a long time in terms of what we accomplished. Also of note, Ole Miss has renewed with center plate on a multi-year basis. And former Learfield IMG College VP Don Williams and former sales director David Bone have launched BDB Collegiate, quote, a shop that will help schools generate greater sponsorship revenue, maximize their inventory, and assess the value of their assets. Football Scoop is reporting that Alcorn State will opt out of the spring football season. Quote, amidst concerns for the virus, as well as the rural nature of the traditional HBCU school in Lauren, Mississippi, players and school leaders in recent days worked together to solidify their intention to have Alcorn opt out of the never-before-seen spring campaign. McNeese Athletic Director Heath Schroyer talked about the future of the Southland Conference, saying, quote, I think anytime there is change, there is opportunity. I think this is a great opportunity for our league. Right now, we have hired Eastman and Bodine, the search firm out of Texas, to go out and really recruit, if you will, other Division I institutions to join our league. I think it is time to rebrand our league. I think we need to think outside of the box. I think that we need to truly think about what direction we're going. I think adding a couple of football members is the most important thing. I've been a big proponent of not just taking people to take people, but I think we have to get the right fit. I think there are definitely peoples in a geographical footprint that are Division I schools that I think would really fit us. They would not only fit us, but enhance our league. It would allow us to rebrand ourselves. If we are able to do that, then I believe the Southland's best days are ahead of us. The University of Missouri's Board of Curators should vote this week on a $1.55 million proposal to hire Kansas City-based HOK to design and engineer the new indoor football training facility. The $31.6 million project includes a 100-yard-long field up from the current facility's 70-yarder. The Tigers have already announced a pair of $10 million donations, and assuming the project gets final approval in May, it could be ready in 18 months. Influencer adds a multi-year department-wide partnership with DePaul. Blue Demon's AD Dwayne Peavy said, quote, One of my first initiatives when I arrived on campus was to enhance the student-athlete experience, and with Influencer, we are taking that first step. Georgia Southern will now recognize lifetime giving milestones across their four giving societies. Eagles AD Jared Banco said, quote, We are very excited about this new initiative because we have never recognized lifetime giving. In the past, we have placed a considerable amount of focus on the annual fund, which is giving tied to tickets. To further accelerate our growth, we are excited about this new way to both recognize and encourage philanthropic giving. These new giving societies will afford us the ability to put our best foot forward from a fundraising standpoint. While recent headlines have depicted some universities' shortcomings in addressing the pandemic, Indiana Pediatrics professor Aaron Carroll writes in The Atlantic that many schools have been successful by learning from one another, redeploying resources, and adopting the protocols epidemiologists around the world have espoused. 
One specific tactic which was developed at Cornell was the frequent testing of asymptomatic individuals. Carroll writes, quote, they believed that if their university tested a large number of people often enough, being part of the Cornell community could become safer than not being part of it. In other words, far from posing a risk to its host town or city, a university could become, by supplementing behavioral measures such as masking and social distancing with widespread surveillance testing, a model for detecting and suppressing the virus. And in other COVID-19 news, Appalachian State men's basketball has gone on pause, and the Ohio Valley Conference is adjusting its softball schedule, which will now feature teams playing a pair of midweek doubleheaders with their travel partners, one doubleheader on each campus, and a three-game weekend series with the remainder of the league, the 10 total opponents, increasing the schedule from 22 to 34 games. Teams are permitted to play non-conference opponents. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Wednesday, February 3rd. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.